welcome you holy spirit we welcome the ministry of angels we welcome your presence here my lord and master thank you lord for coming to do the things that only you can do in our lives in our situation in our circumstances let no one live here the way he or she had come touch lives change lives transform situations let your name be magnified and be glorified let satan be put to shame let the name of the lord be exalted and be magnified in our lives we give you all the praise in jesus name we've prayed amen amen thank you take your seats 2021 our year of open doors and limitless possibilities the Lord spoke to us at the beginning of the year. At the what night service, the crossover service, I announced to us the theme for 2021. About two weeks before then, I was seated on my seat here. When he spoke to me, he said, referring to people that will be partakers regarding the property want to buy he said as they partake in it that they will enter into open doors and limitless possibilities and ask people to come out and we acted it we obeyed it how many of us were in that service how many of us remember when i said it it was the second service not the first service when i announced it and then while in prayers, he again continued to emphasize it to me. That is what will define your 2021. Open doors and limitless possibilities. What does that mean? What does limitless mean? When I said limitless possibilities, what does it mean? How many of us have sat down and said, hmm, limitless? What does that mean? What can I do with the word limitless? Or we had it. And for us, it's like twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, I wonder what you are. Like a time on in. Is that what it is to us? It shouldn't be like that to you. It shouldn't be like that to you. But the word of God does not just come to pass just like that. When God speaks, Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, wage a good warfare by the word. Prophecies that have gone ahead of you. Because prophecy is like a guide, is what? Guided missile. Looking for the believing heart to walk in the believer's life. When the word of God is released, I've taught you. I want to emphasize it to you. Don't be a spectator. Don't be an onlooker. When a word is released, you believe it's your word. You believe this is the word for me. God is speaking to me. You lay hold on it. You lay, how do you lay hold on it? Say, yes, I receive it. It is mine. Don't just be looking say, eh? What does it say? No, you hold on to it. You run with it. You get home. As you are going home, you are saying it. It is my year of limitless possibilities. I'm thanking God for this. This is my year. This is defining my year. I'm entering into dimensions. I'm entering the things that God has spoken to us. And you see how that will become your situation. Because your investment will determine your experience. If you don't invest anything, if you have not put in anything, and you think, okay, 
Now it will come to pass, it does, things don't happen like that. There's nothing like happenstance. There's nothing like accident in the things of God. God is not a God of accident. He's a God of purpose. He's a God of plans. He's a God of what? Order. Thank you. What does the word limitless, what does it mean? Yes, what does it mean? Immeasurable? Who else? What does it mean? You want to say something? What does the word limitless mean? Countless. What does the word limitless mean? Thank you, countless. Immeasurable, countless, boundless, no limit, vast, immense. For a second, you just sit back, start to think. Boundless. No limit. Immense. You know, without limitation. You start to think about it. Vast. Imagine God doing for you, going in your life, doing in your family. Vast. Immense. Limitless. Without boundaries. Boundless. What do you, how do you think you will be? How do you think it will be for you? And that is what he has said to us. Said to us. Then he now said possibilities. Meaning what? Meaning the capacity to bring something to pass. Able. Cap- capable. Ability to do it. That I can do it. But you know what? If you're not careful, you will not connect with the world. If you're not careful, you will allow experience to determine your future. Don't allow your experience to become your prison. Hello. And say, well, I know, Pastor. I know he's a prophet of God. I know he means we're bought. But last year, you know, this COVID-19, you know what it did to all of us. You know how it affected us. But let me tell you something. How how has it affected you? How about those who died? Just yesterday, I heard in the news that 4,000 people died from COVID-19 in the U.S. alone in one day. In one day, 4,000. I didn't say 400. I didn't say 40. I didn't even say four. I said 4,000. You're talking about somebody's uncle, somebody's wife, somebody's grandpa, somebody's grandma, somebody's relation. Today, as a result of that skull, that sickness, that disease, somebody will not be part of the family again. As a result of it. But here, God kept everyone. I did not have to come and stand here and say, please pray for so and so and so. He's been on admission because of COVID-19. I didn't have to come and say, please pray that so and so is on ventilator for because of COVID-19. All the time, it is thanking God for some of us had the test 13 times, 14 times, 10 times, 12 times, yet no single infection. Why will we not be thankful? Why will we not be grateful? Let me take you to Je- Jeremiah chapter 32. Jeremiah 32, from verse number 26, verse number 27. Jeremiah 32, 26 and 27. It reads and I quote, Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Just as the word of the Lord had come to you, just as the word of the Lord is coming to you today. 
Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, Behold, the word behold means see. Because what you can't see, you can't possess. The picture you don't see is a future you cannot have. I'll repeat. The picture you do not what? The future you do not what? The future you do not what? The picture you do not see is a future you cannot have. Whatever you must have, you must be able to see it. How do you see yourself? How do you see the family? How do you see your future? How do you see your company? Uh, Pastor, the way Melbourne is going, the way they are talking about this COVID-19, we are not sure. They say the second wave has come again. They say the third wave has come again. Why don't you leave war? If they say it has come again, why don't you say minus me? Why do you have to say yes? They say new mutant. Why you must be the megaphone for hell? Have you noticed? They came out with, with, with the vaccine. People were rejoicing. People were saying, happy. People were saying, yeah, we're going to go. Some people, of course, were saying, we don't know what is in there. You know, but many people are saying, okay, vaccine has come. Okay, okay, okay. Before you can count one, two, three. They say one mutant escaped and they cross-check another mutant and then came out with this particular thing. They say what? They say it's from UK. UK quickly said, no, not mine. It's from South Africa. We have not had where South Africa will push it to. Maybe they say so. <laughs> now, because they have a problem with Nigeria. They say this thing is actually from Nigeria. <laughs> and Nigeria will say, no, we reject it. Where are we going to put it to? <laughs> I don't blame them. They say it's from UK. UK, quickly. Before you know what, the next following morning, they say, no, it's not from UK, it's South Africa that the thing came from. They quickly push it away from there. Why will it? Suddenly, we don't know what is it. Why will it? After they say the vaccine had come, then the next thing is the one mutant has come. But thank God. Behold, I am the Lord. For you, do you belong to Him? I said, Do you belong to Him? The I am has come to you today. The I am is appearing to you today. Say, I am the Lord. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. I am. The great, the word I am means I'm the God that is present. Anytime I'm a student of scriptures, anytime you find God declaring himself to be I am, is because he had come to change the situation. Anytime. I can show you Genesis, let's go there. Genesis chapter number 17. When he appeared to Abraham, Abraham had been childless for so many years. He's been struggle upon struggle, challenge upon challenge. Then Genesis 17, the I am showed up. When Abraham was 99 years old, oh, 99 years old, somebody says, ready to leave. Who told you? Why do you believe lies? That's already too late. You know, your the age is going. 99. There's nothing that can, you're almost close to great. Who told you that? Who told you that? You know, this is my age now. You can't do this. Who told you that? You don't know that what you believe is what you will experience. Somebody say, you know, I'm now almost 50 now. We're getting old now. I say, my nose me. My nose me. <laughs> Abraham was 99 years old. You think he should be preparing for his grave. He was just starting his life. In the name of Jesus Christ, you know, every year, this year is another opportunity for you to start again. 
you are starting afresh in Jesus' name. No age will pull you down. You will no experience, nothing will say, yes, oh yeah, this is it. No way. Cancel it concerning you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Abraham was 99 years old and the Lord appeared to him. Abraham said to him, I am, again, can you see that? I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. I will do what? Somebody talk to me. I will do what? Baba, that is 99. God said I will multiply. That means it was not depending on him. But God says, I will do it. The Lord will do it for you. Verse number three. He now says, and then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him saying what? What did he ask for me? Behold, my covenant is with me and you. You shall be a father of many nations. <laughs> the word, the name Abraham means what? What does the name Abraham mean? What does it mean? No, Abraham. Thank you, exalted father. The word Abraham means exalted father. But the word Abraham means what? Father of many nations. Let me say something to you. If you're part of this house, don't give your child any name. Because names are a revelation of prophetic destiny. Don't just say, oh, I like the name. I like the name. I will be, you know, I like that flower. I like cauliflower. Then, you know, I'm naming my child Cory. Cauliflower. And then you start to call cauliflower. Because you like cauliflower. What does cauliflower mean? What does it mean? And you now say, I don't know why this child is be behaving like a curry. Why are we not behaving like a curry? Why you've named him cauliflower? Names reveal prophetic destiny. Ask God, what is the name? You cite the scripture. What is the name that I want to give my child? Because anytime you are calling that child, you are saying Judah, you are saying favor, you are saying John, you are declaring over that child, that child's prophetic destiny, and you are aligning the future of that child to conform to the name you are calling him. That is why I call her all the time. I, oh, I don't just call her, the parents call her Ebolua. I don't call her Ebolua, I call her Ebu. Allah will she be aligning her with her prophetic destiny. She saw me the other day, he saw me, he said, Shibi. I said, no, I'm not Shibi, you are the Shibi. Did you hear what he said? He said, yeah! What does that mean? Because God spoke concerning her. The Lord has equipped her, given her hands to produce things. And that she will cook and many will come and sit down and enjoy when she was even before two. That her hands are gifted. Yes. And that she will start to produce things. Cook. I'm telling you, with this girl, she does not need to go to school to prosper and, and, be, and be successful. I'm not saying they shouldn't send her to school, but I'm, she does not need it. Some people don't need it. What do you go to learn in school? It's called knowledge. You don't need knowledge to succeed. What you need is wisdom. What university supplies knowledge. Why are so many university graduates not successful? Because you gain knowledge, but they lack wisdom. It's God that gives wisdom. And how do you get the wisdom? Align the child to the prophetic destiny. Find out for what reason is that child being given to you? Why did the child come? What purpose? And if you're a parent, listen to me. If you're a parent, you're a caretaker. God gave the child to you and he will ask you what you have done with the child. 
So you need to find out why did God give me this child? For what purpose? Connect the child to her prophetic destiny. And I'm telling you, that's where the child will flourish the most. The moment you find out, start to line up. Align, 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 align the child. I'm expecting her. Why am I saying this all the time? I'm expecting her. When you're cooking, take her there. Let her be around the, around the place. Sometimes send her, bring spoon for me. Bring shibi for me. Bring this for me. And you say, where is it? You show her. Bring it. You are preparing her, aligning her to her destiny in God. And you see what will happen. I'm sur- uh, let me surprise you. She's going to cook for far better than you've ever done in your entire life. Pastor, I don't need like that. No, 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 no. Our children must be better than us. Amen. Someone say, I will not agree. No, 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 no. Then you will be a very bad father, a very bad parent. That is my prayer. My prayer is that you will do well. My prayer that will celebrate you. My prayer is that you will achieve so much, I will stand and say, Lord, I'll be clapping for you. And you will look and say, to God be the glory. But I have my spiritual father here. Oh, he's been there for me. And all of us are rejoicing together. I'm not, that is my prayer. It's not that you remain down, 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 down. No. No. Both my physical children, both my spiritual children, I'm trusting God that you'll be greater, far, far, far greater. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's my prayer. That's why I pray for you all the time. God said, I'm the great I am. Say, behold, my covenant is with you. Verse number five. Let's go quickly. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be called what? For I've made you a father of many nations. But I will, exceed, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make nations of you. And kings shall come from you. And, and I will establish. What does the word establish mean? I will make farm. I will settle. I will, I, will, I, will, uh, I will make firm. I will establish my covenant between me and what? what? And your what? Descendants. I like it in King James. And your seed after you. I'm so, I'm so thankful to God that whatever I'm doing now will affect my generation after me. Why? Because of the great I am. The great I am. The great I am. Let's go back to uh, Jeremiah 32. He said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 32, from 26. 26. What does it say? Jeremiah 32, yes. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying what? Saying what? Behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything what? Too hard for me to do? That's a question for us today. Is there anything too hard for him to do? What are you looking forward to God doing for you this year? How have you received the word limitless possibilities? Is, he, is that too hard for God? Is it too hard for God? Sometimes we look back at our experience. We look at what has happened in the past. We say, well, well, you know, I believe, I believe two years ago and nothing happened. How about the things that happened? How about the victories that he gave you? Why did the work come to Jeremiah? Because Jeremiah, just like many of us, wanted to give up. Because Jeremiah looked at the situation. The prophet of God wanted to give up because he kept on prophesying and the people remained unyielding. The children of Israel were hard, hard, hard-headed people. 
They were not yielding. In fact, they were accusing him of aligning with Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. He kept on. God will speak to him. He will declare it. But they will accuse him. They were not listening. And the imam was like, I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of all this. I don't think I will continue again. Jeremiah chapter number 20, verse 9. Is there anything too hard for the Lord to do? I say, is there anything too hard for the Lord to do? Is there any particular thing to, is there any project too big for God to do? Is 3.6 million too big for God? Is 4 million too big for God? When we say, God, we need 3 point something million, God says, hey, oh, why have you done this? Why? This is too much. John just asked for 1 million I gave. And Joseph asked for 2 million I just gave. And now you are now coming. Why didn't you come yesterday? Is that the way he will do? You say, Angel Gabriel, check the bank account of heaven. What is remaining there? Can we afford this 3 point something million? Is that the way God does? Then he said, I will not mention, I will not make mention of him again. Nor speak any more of his name. But his word was in my heart. When he said that, God made the word to remain in his heart. He said, I'm not going to speak about him again. I'm not going to mention his name again. He said, but the word of God was in my heart. Burning like fire. Shut up in my bones. And I was weary of holding back. And I could not. <laughs> oh, no matter what happens, the word of God will remain like fire in your bones. In the name of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter number 30, verse number 12. Let's go there. Jeremiah 30 from verse number 12. For thus says the Lord, your affliction is what? Incurable. Your wound is what? Severe. Because of the what was happening. He said, look, your affliction is incurable. Your wound is severe. Verse number 13. There's no one to plead your case, your cause. That you may be bound up. You have no healing medicines. In fact, if you go to 14, say, all your lovers are what? Forgotten you. They do not seek you. For you have been wounded with the enemy. Say, that's it. That's it. I think there's no hope again. I think we should just forget about this. This limitless possibility, I don't think it's for me. Maybe it's for, uh, it's for uh, Minister Wally. Maybe it's for, it's for some people. It's, I don't think. And you're, you're talking like that. You're talking like that. You know that he's very close to Pastor. I know if the blessing is coming from Pastor, if he hits Pastor, but you will hit him, and then he will also hit someone. But me, you know, there's nobody. Who told you that? Who told you that? So the multitude of your iniquities, because your sins have increased. He said, and look at me. Look at the things I've done. Look at, look at what I did. Oh, yes. Oh, God cannot bless somebody like me. Who told you that? Who told you that? Stop listening to Satan. Stop listening to him giving you reasons to deny you of what God has ordained for you. So let me take you to verse number 17. Now listen. But now listen to what God is now saying to him. He said, Jeremiah, I will restore her to you. The Lord will restore her to you. And I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion. No one will... Six, huh? Verse number 18. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring the captivity of Jacob's tent 
and have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be built upon his mount, and the palace shall remain according to its own plan. Suddenly, Jeremiah is now getting out of the valley of despondency. Where he has been, down, oh, look at me, look at me. Something is happening. Say, wait a minute, what is happening? Oh, wait a minute, what is happening? I think, yeah, oh, there can be a change. I'm telling you, not only that there can be a change, there will be a change. There will be a change because I'm hearing you. He said, but I've prayed. I'm tired of this. I prayed. I spoke to so and so and so. He prayed with me. I, pray, I spoke to so and so and so. We agreed. I spoke to so and so. We agreed. But look at the situation. I'm tired. I'm tired. Don't listen to that. God is saying, look at it. A change is coming. You turn around, it's coming. You share your own testimonies too. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'm telling you, greater is what is ahead of you than what is in your past. In Jesus' name. And now look at it. Suddenly, something is happening to Jeremiah. 32, verse number 17. 32, verse number 17. Suddenly, Jeremiah, something is happening to Jeremiah. 32. Let's go to verse number 17. Jeremiah 32. Verse number 17. Suddenly, Jeremiah now said, What? Ha! Lord God! You have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing, what? There is nothing too hard for. Jeremiah is getting out of the valley of despondency, getting out of the valley of lack, getting out, getting out of the valley of depression, getting out of the valley of everything that has subdued him. He said, Wow! You show loving kindness to how many? To thousands. And you repay the iniquity of the Father unto the bosom of the church after them. The great and the mighty God, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Let's continue. You are great in what? Counsel. And mighty in what? In what? For your eyes are open to all the ways of the sons of men. To give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doing. Oh, something. You have said what? Where? Said signs and wonders in the land of Egypt to this day, and in Israel, and among other men, you have made yourself a name as it is this day. As it is this day. You brought your people Israel out of the land of Egypt with signs and wonder, with a strong hand, and an outstretched hand with great terror. Look at that. Look at what has happened to Jeremiah. And then verse, Jeremiah 33, verse number 3. Look at how. 33, verse number 3. He now says what? Look at 33, verse number 3. He now says, look at 33. He now says what? Jeremiah, when you call unto me, I will do what? I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Verse number 6. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city and the houses of the kings of Judah, which are pulled down. Verse number 6, please. So behold, I will bring you what? Health and healing. And I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace. And truth. Thank God that Jeremiah did not remain in that state. Something changed regarding Jeremiah, and it turned around happened, and it, that turnaround will happen to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. That is what today is all about. Is anything too hard for the Lord to do? I want to ask, is anything too hard for the Lord to do? In your life, is anything too hard for the Lord to do? Regarding your future, is anything too hard for the Lord to do? 
concerning uh, us as a church? Is anything too hard for the Lord to do? We're talking about purchasing this building. Is anything too hard for the Lord to do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing is too difficult for the Lord to do. Amen. Rise upon your feet. Heavenly Father, I want to thank I want you to go ahead and thank God for the word you've heard. Go ahead and thank the Lord for the word you've heard. Just give him praise. Give him worship. Give him adoration. In the name of Jesus. Just thank him. Just praise him. Just thank him. Just praise him. Just thank him. Just praise him. Just appreciate him. Oh, Makaseli Masolo Bashili Masis Zima Sokotolo Mashili Basekitilikaswa. Just thank him. 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 Thank him. Makatolo Mashili Masolo Basekitititit. His name is Dan El Name. His name is Jesus. His name is Lord. His name is higher than every other name. His name is Jesus. His name is Lord. His name is Lord. His name is higher than every other name. His name is Jesus. His name is Lord. Oh, His name is higher than every other name. His name is Jesus. His name is. I'm just hearing this very clearly in my spirit. Say, I will restore health to you. Every counsel of the enemy regarding you, I counsel. In the name of Jesus Christ, no evil shall befall you. No sickness, no disease will attack itself to your bodies. In Jesus' name, you are shielded and protected from COVID-19. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I want to thank you for each person under the sound of my voice. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, the Lord is saying to me, he said, tell them that I'm just starting with them. He said, I'm just starting with you. I'm just beginning with you. Wherever you are, whatever you have done, wherever you are, God says, I'm just beginning with you. Meaning that he's still going to go far with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, he's just beginning with you. Oh, you don't know what is ahead in your future. Oh, there's a picture is given to me about your future. If you can see, you'll be jumping and be dancing. In Jesus' name. If I were you, I would actually be dancing already. You may not even see it yet. But start to close your eyes and start to see. Into, start, start to see. Start to say, say, Lord, Lord, because there's a picture is giving me about your future. And I'm even dancing on your behalf because it's glorious. It's a glorious future. 
is a glorious victor in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. It's going to be one testimony after another for you. In the name of Jesus. Where you have looked and it's, it's like this is impossible, it cannot be done. It's making them possible for you. In Jesus' name. And it's opening doors for you in unusual places. Sending help to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive divine help. 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 Because God is good. He said, I'll be good to you. God is good. He said, it'll be good to you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.